Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, <laughs> extremely hardworking, galactic star cruiser loving oh, wife and co-host, yeah. Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We're recording a good portion of this episode <laughs> on Sunday, November 6th. 2022 a portion of it we recorded earlier in the week because that was the time we could get our guest with us right uh but the most important part the news stories were the reason why we give this data so you know because we don't know when you're listening you could be listening to this on november 7th you could be listening to this in 2025 (laughs) we don't know but the stories always relate to our time so we'd like to share the date that we record this so in case where things have changed which they change every week it seems like um you kind of know going into the episode uh where this related into the timeline that's right (laughs) it didn't take us long to go right off the tracks i know anyway uh this episode is dropping also on sunday november 6th 2022. Uh, we hope you all had a wonderful Halloween uh, celebration, yes. whatever it may be. If it was low key, if you got together with a lot of your friends and family, if you trick or treated, if you dressed up, or if you just kind of laid low at home, whatever you did, we hope you had a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought you had said low key. Low key. <laughs> if you dressed up as low key, send us pictures. We want to see it because that's one of Michelle's favorite characters. That's right. Of all time. So uh, no matter what you did on Halloween, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there. If you haven't already signed up for the newsletter, we invite you to do that. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. You get a lot of information extra sent out to you just because you subscribe to that newsletter every week. Michelle does a great job with it, and we hope oh, you're all thanks. enjoying it. Yeah. And if there's things you'd like to see different in it, please let me know that as well. But I am trying to keep you updated on some things that happen after our show and before our next show, but also if there's any, you know, um, kind of contests or anything that or sweepstakes you can join in want you to know about those too. yes for sure michelle likes to keep everybody as informed as possible <laughs> all the time and you know she gives out the best information <laughs> also we love hearing from you on social media we consider this show a very interactive show and so we like interacting with you on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast Facebook and Instagram, I'm just going to drop the Pinterest because I don't think we hardly ever do anything on Pinterest anymore. (laughs) Or maybe eventually TikTok. We'll see. But Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Okay, I'll leave it in. At Hyperion Adventures (laughs) Podcast. Uh, If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, wouldn't you say we have a great group there? It's a fun group. It is. A really, really fun group. We all like to share... A lot of fun stuff that's going on in our lives. Yes, of course, Disney adventures, but, you know, just regular real life adventures as well. We all like to celebrate and share in it, and we hope you'll join in on that fun. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a really fun group, and 
love the interaction. For sure. Uh, we are also on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. I think they just sent me an email this week that we can change our handle. So to our name, I may need to get in there and get that done this Ooh. week. So uh, as of next week, it may be even easier to find us on YouTube. And hopefully this week, I plan on finding some time to get some of the videos I've been owing you out there. But we'll see about that. <laughs> Anyway, you can find us there. Uh, also, if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We love it. It's really always just such a special treat if we just, you know, those times that we hear from somebody just to say hi. Yeah, uh, as simple as that. Just say hi, say you heard the show. That's great. We love it. No matter what uh, your reason for reaching out to us in any form, whether it be through the Gmail account or whether you touch base with us on social media, we really appreciate it because... Look, we're sitting here together, the two of us, which we love doing this <laughs> podcast every week. And that's great. But sometimes it feels like we're shouting into our microphones <laughs> into a valley, you know. So whenever we get something back from people saying that they listened to the show, they heard a portion of the show or whatever it may be, it makes us feel that much better about what we're doing. Yeah. And it's also really fun, too, when we get questions asked to us of either, you know, how to handle or, or information about something, or even just getting our opinion based on, on some information about upcoming vacation plans. It's just fun for us. Yes. Don't forget Michelle's tips, always the best tips. And that goes <laughs> with answers to emails as well. Now, uh, if you'd like to help this show, if you enjoy the show, we'd like to help this out in kind of a little bit of a monetary way. Um, but you also want to get some swag out of it. Well, there's a couple of great ways to do that, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, the first and probably most easy one, most easy, the easiest one. <laughs> you talk birdie. Uh, my grammar's really good. Uh, the easiest one is to go straight to our Spreadshirt shop. You can go to Spreadshirt.com and do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or you can go to any of our social media profiles. There you'll find a Linktree account. And within that Linktree account, it's links to everything we have. Have, but especially to the spread shirt shop. And if you go there, you can find all our different logos in all sorts of different gear, different colors. We have our holiday one as you're getting ready yeah. for the holidays here. Uh, maybe you want to look into getting something for that. Um, and we get a portion of everything you might purchase from that uh, account. And you also get to sport some of our cool gear, whether it be around the neighborhood or out in the parks or however you prefer. Right. And, you know, we always talk about how they um, oftentimes uh, switch up or add new products or give some great discounts. Um, but the other thing is to know is you can also customize those as well. Like you can um, adjust what the size of the logo is or, you know, other other elements. Some of that it's included in the, the stated price. If you if you start adding a lot more to it, then they charge more. But just to make adjustments to where the logo is placed or how large or small it is. Um, comes with the pro price. Right. On most items. There are some items they won't let you because right. of the the, the, you know, the ratio of uh, logo to material or right. whatever on it that right. they won't let you adjust it. But a lot of them they will. So you can adjust them as you see fit on there and make it even that much more exciting for you. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, another great way to be involved and help us with this show is to become a Patreon member of the show. Just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast. Check out our tiers. See what's right for you. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month. 
and just pick the one you like. And we appreciate everybody who's already become a Patreon member of this show so very much. Yeah, you don't know how much it really means to us. So thank you. Yes, thanks so much. Um, if you, you've helped this show immeasurably over the last several months in trying to curb some of the costs that are associated with this show that maybe don't, you know, don't show up when we put this out here on a weekly basis. But believe me, they do in our bank account. (laughs) So, uh, but we appreciate you all and you are a wonderful group. Now, uh, before we get into this week's show, we always like to take a look back at the week that was because there's always some fun and exciting stuff that we find that happens on a weekly basis. Of course, there's always difficult things that happen during the week. I mean, you got to go to work. You got to trudge through it. There's all sorts of instances, but we like to focus on the positive with this show. So we like to focus on our favorite thing from the week that was. And when we do this, we almost always start with Michelle because she usually has the best my favorite thing from this week, although I'm not sure this week because she seems like she had forgotten about this segment, even though we've been doing this for months know, and months right? and months <laughs> as I look at her face across the board. It's so funny. I think I've been spending so much attention on planning out the year for the um, 100th year countdown and... <laughs> As I sit here, I'm like, oh my gosh, how could I have slipped through that very, like you said, routine thing that we do right now? So I'm going to go ahead and start as Michelle thinks up her favorite thing from this week. And I'm going to start with just who our guest is today and sitting down and recording with our friend, Nate. It was just so good to connect with him for what we talked for almost an hour and a half. I think it's not going to be an hour and a half long talk with him that you're going to hear today, but we had some great chats off the air and um, it was just really good to sit down with him for an extended period of time and and catch up a bit and talk about uh, some great Disney stuff. Yeah. um, He is always such a pleasure to chat with a wealth of knowledge and just a lot of fun brings a lot of great energy also to the, to the conversation. So I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. I have one more thing too, and this is just something we watched last night and it's completely ridiculous (laughs) and stupid, but the new uh, Weird Al Yankovic movie, the the pick was starring Daniel Radcliffe, right. you know, you know Harry Potter, who ends up playing him in this. It's completely stupid, but intentionally <laughs> stupid, and it's hilarious with so many cameos. We, I was laughing all the way through it. I don't know about you, Michelle. Oh yeah, it was super entertaining for sure, and. Totally unexpected. You know, I, I was like, oh, is this going to be kind of like a documentary about his life? And it ended up being a wild and crazy journey for sure. What are you talking about? That was actually his life. I know, right? <laughs> no. uh, it's it's ridiculously dumb, but, you know, it's kind of it totally fits Weird Al to have something ridiculously dumb. Oh, for sure. And it, intentionally tongue in cheek throughout it. And yeah. just it was ended up being really, really funny. All the cameo Easter eggs were just yeah. fabulous. I, I still haven't said. picked them all out. Yet. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so great. So that was it. So do you have another my favorite thing from this week? Yeah. You know, I, I was buzzing through as you were talking in my mind of the week and it, and it was a great week. I'm not trying to make it sound anything less than that, but I have to say, I agree with you on the ability to have time with Nate. Um, it's been a long time where we've really had some, you know, more personal time to, to converse. We've, we've seen him not too long ago with a group of friends, but so this was really nice to just have that time again of reconnecting and um, makes you realize how quickly time flies. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how, yeah. how long it had been since we had last 
actually had him on the show. Yeah. Uh, much less anything else, but right. it was good to catch up. Uh, by the way, he just got done. He and his wife, Serena, running in the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. I and I saw some great pictures from Nate from that. And uh, congratulations to everybody that raced in any yes. of the Wine and Dine uh, Run Disney Race Weekend, whether right. it be the 5K or great friend Pat from the Conversations podcast ran yeah, that, uh, the 10K or the half or a combination of any of those. Uh, it looked like a lot of fun. We were totally FOMOing out on that, missing yeah. out. We can't wait for our race when we get to Princess coming up in February. For sure. And congratulations to all the people who did virtual races, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. And uh, for all of you training right now in the midst of it, getting ready for uh, the Walt Disney World Marathon mm-hmm. Weekend, which is coming up early January. Um, keep it up there. Yeah. It's going to be your time next, and right. it's coming before you know it. So exactly. we'll be rooting you on for that one as well. So. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to this week's stuff. I've got lots of stuff for you this week, including there's another way to check out Magic Kingdom fireworks from one of the best views at Walt Disney World. We'll tell you about that. And we have a list of many of the holiday treats that will be awaiting you at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And even some you'll be able to sample if you're visiting the park during regular hours as well. We'll get you hungry by listing all that stuff, too. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our galaxy far, far away (laughs) main topic of the week. So, Michelle, ever since we heard about the Galactic Star Cruiser. Like, we have wanted to do this yes. thing. I mean, like, it's been in the forefront of us. It's like, it's there. We got to do this thing. And then we heard the price a little <laughs> bit, and we're like, do we really need to do this thing? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it seems like a no-brainer at first, and then it was like, well, wait, maybe we do have to think about this. But then but we still kind of want to do this thing. We haven't given up on it. We haven't get up, given up on it. And the good thing is that we had a really good friend of ours mm-hmm. who just recently had their chance to experience the Halcyon, the yeah. Galactic Star Cruiser out at Walt Disney World Resort. And so we're hoping that maybe he'll shed some light on it and maybe kind of tilt us one way or the other on where <laughs> we should go on this. And maybe you're in the same boat as we are. Uh, so we're hoping he'll help. And he's been on the show before. It's been a while. I think right. it's been Way since too long. right before the pandemic. But Nate, formerly of the DVC duo, Nate, but yeah. Nate is back on the show. <laughs> Nate, welcome back to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Thanks, Tom and Michelle. It's, it's great to be back. It's been way too long. I yes. mean, I, luckily, we saw each other recently, but mm-hmm. first time back on the show in a long time, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful to be here. So thank you for having me. This is going to be a great time. Well, it's really great to have you. I, like I said, I think the last time we had you on was like right immediately before the pandemic. So I think that episode aired when we were actually on that Disney cruise. <laughs> um so that's obviously way too long with right. you know in between our chances to talk with you because we always enjoy your company. Same here, same here. I, I think it was the cruise. I remember that very vividly now that you you mentioned it that yeah. it was just at that right time, right yeah. or wrong time. Yeah, yeah. When everything <laughs> happened, yeah, everything went crazy. The crazy. world changed, but yeah. we're so glad to have you back on now. So tell us a little bit about it. I mean, we are so excited. What kind of was your basic experience uh, getting into this 
amazing world that takes you to a galaxy far, far away. Absolutely. Um, it probably helps give a little bit of background on, on me before I tell you about the experience because like you got both of you know me. I'm, you know, right. from when you know That's me, true. I'm very more expressive. I tend to be a little bit more open, a little bit more, you know, conversation forward. But in real life, I tend to be a little bit more of an introvert. I tend to sit back a little bit, be better, more of a listener and whatnot. So when I was going on this experience, I was, to be honest, very nervous, very, very nervous. Mm. I knew what it kind of entailed from like being more of an extrovert, being more out there to interact with people. So I didn't know what to expect. And honestly, I didn't know if it was going to be for me. I really wasn't sure going in if it was going to be the right fit. You know, am I going to be into this kind of thing? It sounds cool, but I'm not sure if it's worth it. Right. And then finally, I decided to do it. I I went on to it, went on it last week, back in the end of October. And I'll start off with it's for you too, hands down. It's an amazing <laughs> adventure. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're. I'm going to spoil it right now. It's an amazing adventure. You have to go on this. It's such a blast. But um, it's not what you expect. It's not the. It's not a hotel. I mean, you stay in a room, but you're right. there to sleep. Um, <laughs> the best way I can describe it is if you're a kid like me growing up, when you had the choose your own adventure book. You know, oh, you read oh, the yeah. book. You're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. If you want to answer the question this way, this happens, and, and vice versa. It's like that, but then pile on top of that, like a, a murder mystery dinner theater. Nice. And I would take that and put Star Wars over it and put it over 48 hours. Now you have this full immersion experience happening that afterwards I needed a nap. You know, <laughs> I said sure. nap, I need like a 24 hour nap. Wow. Like, Cause right. I was like, it was like nonstop from like seven in the morning till like 1 a.m. Right. going and wow. enjoying this kind of stuff. But that's the high level. That's like the 50,000 foot view, but we'll dive more into it. Sure, so, sure. How big of a Star Wars fan were you going into this? I mean, would you say you were like, you know, really into it or just kind of, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much like Star Wars, but it's not like I, I'm not wrapped around it. You know, I'm like in the middle. I mean, when it comes to Star Wars, I'm, I'm definitely in the middle. I've seen all the movies. I mean, I've seen all the, you know, Disney Plus shows. I was fortunate to be at galaxy's edge and disney world when it opened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know made the trip down for that you know i've done those different kind of things but i've never been like the, the deep detail kind of person mm-hmm. like i didn't watch clone War- wars or go down that path or mm-hmm. anything along those lines so i'm probably like the good middle line star wars fan that's and good yeah because that yeah yeah because <laughs> it's a little nerve-wracking for me because i thought this is really going to be for the deep uber star wars fan and i'd be right. like from a you know vernacular standpoint completely lost over my head and have no idea what's going on and sitting there on my phone trying to Google words and you know, look at Wikipedia <laughs> trying to figure out what is happening right now. But it's definitely, it's definitely geared towards, you know, those fans definitely will get very much into it. But even if you're like an average Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. you can enjoy it quite a bit. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to know the basics, you know, if, if you know what a stormtrooper is, if you understand like, you know, you know what the outer rim is, if you've heard that term, those kind of things are, you know, a little bit more commonplace than mm-hmm, the right. deep, deep details, but they can get there for you if you are that Uber fan. Nice. Cool. Cool. Yes. Well, first of all, forgot to start with Bright Suns. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you already kind of answered one of the things that I was interested in. It sounds like it was very much an immersive experience that, you know, we've seen through other social medias and even things that, you know, Disney has talked about. So, um, but I noticed one of your comments a second ago was about, you know, you have a room and it's to sleep. So tell us, are the rooms comfortable? Are they, you know, I'm sure they're, they're decked out to look very much the theming, but what, what was your impression of the rooms? 
Sure, absolutely. So um, to give the picture, it was me and three other guys. So here's four guys in a <laughs> standard room. And we have what they call a five sleeper. So the standard rooms come in a four or five, which basically mm -hmm. means four or five people. Mm -hmm. But if you're a five sleeper, there's actually four beds. So that worked out perfectly for us. Nice. Uh, so there's a queen bed. There's two bunks that you've everyone's seen. And there's a trundle bed that comes out of the wall. Mm, nice. So we did the old fashioned, you know, draw straws, who gets what bed. Hey, right. the, the big guy, the tall guy, which is me in the room, got the trundle bed, which is just <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely fine you know it, like i said it's a place to sleep but you know i i kind of expected like you know from a room perspective that's a place where they would quote unquote cut back a little bit mm -hmm. and they definitely did not i was i was very pleasantly surprised when i walked into the room even though i was on a trundle bed it was very nice. comfortable nice. they do do it a little bit differently so you don't have you have the normal sheets they look mm -hmm. in the, you know they're decked out in the you know star wars colors and whatnot right but instead of having a regular like you know sheet and a blanket they give you a, a sleeping bag so you feel like you're kind of like snuggling oh. in and they use this, that for both like the trundle bed and the bunk beds and to give you an idea the bunk beds had two adult males in it as well mm -hmm. about you know average height five eight and they fit no problem so mm -hmm. even though the bed might look right. small on the outside inside it's actually a little bit more you know spacious for somebody um the shower was huge like we're talking oh. the like a shower that i did not expect it's a you know, got both the rainfall and a regular shower head wow. uh, tied to it. It has all of your H2O products that, that are all themed towards um, Star Wars, which my understanding will be transitioning out pretty right. soon to something mm -hmm. different right. um, as far as that goes. There is a TV, but I we, don't, we didn't even turn the TV on. Um, <laughs> you have the portal uh, window, which is really cool. So like the portal actually will obviously show you what you're looking at and whatnot. But then as things happen on the ship, your portal in your room mimics the rest of the ship. So if somebody wow. in the bridge hits you to light speed, your portal goes to light speed. If oh, neat. You know, you're arriving in bad two, you look out the window and you can see bad two. If there's you know things happening mm -hmm. with different kinds of ships flying by, I won't go and ruin anything for anybody, right. you'll see them there or an asteroid field or whatnot. So it really gives you that immersion experience compared to everything else in the ship and it's all in sync so it happens all wow. for everybody at the same exact time wow um, that's awesome that's cool yeah i'm glad to hear that it's immersive all the way even within mm -hmm. your room i know it seemed a little bit like that when you see the pictures and everything but to know from somebody who's there that that continues over right. they doesn't know those, break away the beds are comfortable like the bunk beds or you mm -hmm. know that an adult could also enjoy them <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely and the part that's really cool in the room too that i don't think i think some people have mentioned it it might be out there or whatnot you have a droid in your room uh so you have like a interactive you know video wow. droid not an actual physical droid right. but right. you know a video droid that works very much like um like any kind of like you know voice command that you might have right. on your phone right or whatnot so you can have an interaction ask it questions it will respond back and oh wow that's really kind of fun you know sure. if you just want to talk to a droid you can talk to a droid nice does it like help with your scheduling for the day or whatever like you know oh you know coming up where you're having you know our, our yeah. visit to batu coming uh, or whatever yeah i'll give you a little overview of what's going on if you want you can ask its questions of where things are on the ship you know mm -hmm. Anything on those lines, uh, we'll get into the schedule and how that operates because right. it's kind of crazy how that all falls oh, together. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, let's let's go ahead and start a little bit off with that. I mean, uh, and without giving out spoilers, like when you arrive at the Galactic Star Cruiser, what's kind of the experience like? You know, getting there, getting checked in, and then kind of getting onto the the, the cruiser itself, the Halcyon itself. 
Sure, absolutely. Um, like so, arriving there is very, very easy and very much in, in order. So, like if you're staying at any Disney resort the night before, you mm -hmm. get free transportation to the Halcyon. So you just go to the front desk, say, "Hey, I'm checking the the Star Cruiser," and they'll get you a you know a free taxi to get over there. Nice. Uh, you arrive, you have to do through through a couple of things like any good cruise ship you have to go through security um, <laughs> you know they have to they do take your luggage and they bring your luggage to your room just like they would for any other cruise ship nice. um and then you go through and you get a little safety briefing um and they do it on purpose because obviously there's things that happen on the ship mm -hmm, that sure. are oh, quote unquote right. emergencies right and there are real life emergencies yeah, that they right. make sure you know the difference between so they kind yeah. of explain how that would operate and whatnot yeah, that makes cool. sense yeah. And then you jump in a pod and the pod brings you up to the Star Cruiser and the pod's fun. I mean, it's a good little fun ride up. You get the right. whole, you know, experience of like leaving, you know, Earth and going all the way up to the Star Cruiser. If you've ever been in, you know, any of those like back in the day, like the, you know, Living Seas Hydrolators or Space 220 yeah. now, the elevators. Mm -hmm. Right. Something like that kind sure. of a feel for mm -hmm. yourself. And then you walk into the grand the grand uh, atrium when you arrive, mm, nice. um, which is very, very enjoyable. You also get an itinerary before you get there. And to say it's basic would be an understatement. It's a very, <laughs> very high level itinerary because they're trying to keep anything and everything a secret to you. So that way everything is much more of oh, a, cool. a surprise. Right. Um, so like if you see those itineraries that are out there that are the generic ones, yeah, mm -hmm. that's just like as high level and as bear down as they possibly can get so i mean obviously you know about lightsaber training and bridge training and stuff sure. like that but when you arrive you know that's when things start to happen depending on what you do and how you do it you know right me uh. being the person that i am start clicking on buttons because i want to try to figure stuff out <laughs> <laughs> and immediately things start to happen on your data pad wow. um, so the big thing is this is a very phone intensive experience so it uses the Play Disney app, um, okay. and it's actually called a data pad in a portion of it. From what I can tell, it's um, a different data pad than what you would see regularly on Batu. Oh, cool. It's very, very good. It works very smoothly and very um, quick on the response time on, on how it interacts. Um, so Disney's aware of it. That, that That's the primary driving force. That's where mm -hmm. you get your itinerary. That's where you have all your communication. That's where you have a bunch of different tools you can use um, you, and you'll get, you know, also, you know, a map of the ship and where things are located right. and which you'll use throughout the whole entire adventure um, from start to finish. And don't worry, you know, we all know how Disney apps train bat uh, drain your battery. <laughs> they provide you a free battery backup and you can just, you know, plug it oh. right in. So oh, wow. Yeah, that was just going to ask you about that. <laughs> so that's good to know for sure. Because, yeah, I know whenever we're on the Play Disney app, it's like, all right, get the external charger out. <laughs> we're going to need that thing soon. So that's great to know. Yep. They've thought of everything. So, yeah, you just walk up and they, they give you a free one. You use it. If it dies, you go back, get a different one, and nice. plug it back in. So you're good to go and no need to, if you forget yours, no, nothing to worry about. Perfect. That's yeah, great. Very good, good. Um, so, you know, I, I'm liking this subject, but I'm, I'm very anxious to hear about food. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I, we've seen some of the things that, that they've, they've shared in terms of what some of the menu offerings are and stuff. But also, like, how was it going for the meals and are you seated with other people? Um, you know, if, if you're hungry after a meal is served, is there a way to get food? You know, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so similar to the room, this is where I kind of expected that there could be 
less than what I would expect. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of expected, hey, this is an easy area for, you know, maybe the food not to meet, you know, what you would what you would think. Sure. It's like, hey, we're here for the experience. The food's kind of the afterthought. Right. And I was blown away. The food was fantastic. You know, wow. I think you everyone, you know, you two knew that, you know, that Sri and I are big foodies and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And to me, like I'll put it in between, you know, around around the same level as like a, like a central restaurant at Disney World. So good quality okay. food okay. from start to finish. Right. Um, good quality. Every meal had, you know, a variety uh, of it. So everything for dinner to sit down. So you have your own table. You go okay. sit down. You don't share a table unless you go into the captain's table. Okay. Um, if you're at the captain's table, you have you will share it because obviously right. there's sure. so many seats there. Um, you go to the same table every night. So the two nights you're there. And on top of that, you know, you, they bring you everything. So you have like, you know, chicken, you have fish, you have bantha, you know, they call it all the real names too. They right. don't really go beyond it. So like obviously tip tip is chicken right. and bantha <laughs> and whatnot. Um, so you have all the, the lingo involved and whatnot. And I can say from my perspective, I was never hungry. Um, okay. I was never hungry whatsoever. The lunches, they have lunch when you arrive and then they have lunch on the second day, which are both buffet style. Okay. And it's a little bit different than the cruise where like if you take like a u-shaped you know dining area right um you know usually the cruise is the same both sides as you go around here you gotta do the full u because there's different things all the way around oh wow good to know um, <laughs> yep and then on top of that you get free you know unlimited blue milk and green milk if you want it oh, um, wow. unlimited uh anything that's not anything that's non-alcoholic is unlimited there are nice. snacks through the whole entire day um, that you can get at any point. And then in the sublight lounge, they have like tapas or smaller meals. Mm. Like they had, for example, they had like a different kind of chips. They had, you know, fried green beans. They had like a mini kind of a flatbread. Um, they also had um, like a chickpea kind of vegetarian meatball, which was very good as mm. well with roasted red peppers. And that's all included um, when you stay. Nice. So in the buffets, I would say are above quality buffets. Like you're talking, it's still about good quality food. I would say, right. you know, up there with that same central level dining all the way through. So hmm. if you like food and you enjoy it, yeah, definitely, definitely got some good stuff for you. Oh, awesome. So it sounds like uh, food and drink wise, the only thing you're paying extra for is the alcoholic beverages. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. And then are those, yeah. hey, you know us, Is the, are those plentiful? <laughs> <laughs> You can get a drink whenever you would like. Uh, from start to finish, they will be happy to serve you a cocktail or two or three. Um, that is, I definitely uh, may have sampled uh, my share um, while I was on the ship. Uh, but they do a lot of good classic cocktails. I mean, one thing that you know I've always looked at from a Disney cocktail perspective is they mm -hmm. tend to be a little bit sweet for me. Mm -hmm. um, these are much more, you know, they have a separation of you know a little bit sweet, but then they also have a good array of things that are changed to be more like classic cocktails mm -hmm. so a little bit more alcohol forward things that are like you know your manhattans your old-fashioned mm -hmm. your gronies things like that nice. which i think are you know it's a good spin a good yes. take on it nice. and they all have fun names like you know sure. their variation of an old-fashioned is a pod chaser you know <laughs> things like things along those lines which are just kind of fun to say and they nice. serve them in a unique way too um which is cool that's great. Awesome. Awesome. How did you feel like with the crowds there? I mean, I know that the, you know, the, the ship only contained so many rooms, only so many people could be there at any time. Did you ever feel crowded in any space or did you feel like it was pretty wide open? You could do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted, you know? 
there yeah so there's a lot going on at one time so there's a variety of different storylines and depending on how you interact on your choose your own adventure mm -hmm. you fall into different groups and do different things and there could be times where yes you're kind of like in a smaller space with a group of people but it's probably like 16 people right. you know something like that okay. um or you know if there's a particular character wandering around and people are you know trying to get up to them yeah you might see that that happen but all in all i never felt like i was being impeded upon or like you know really kind of tightly packed into an area mm -hmm. even the uh times where everybody would quote unquote come together in the atrium it felt like there was there was plenty of space like you were you, you were comfortable and the ship was obviously like i think it was full but when we were there and we never felt like it was overcrowded. Mm -hmm. You never felt like, you know, there's too many people. I think there was one time we, as the four of us, went into the sublight lounge, which is the bar on the ship. Mm -hmm. And we had to get a bar seat instead of a table. You know, like that mm -hmm. was like the big thing. Like, oh, okay, you couldn't, you know, go sit at a table if you wanted to, but there were still bar seats available. Right. Because there's everyone's doing different things that you're never really all crowded together mm -hmm. and okay. there's two dining there's two dining times too so it separates that out too okay so you never feel like you're a, a pack of people right how wide open was the ship were you able to roam a lot or were you kind of contained to some certain little areas within it there's a good amount you can roam through um they i will say that if it doesn't say um cast members you may want to open the door um, <laughs> you never know what's behind any of those doors <laughs> Um, and even if it says cast members, hey, you never know. You guys <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, there's. A, I thought at first when I got there, I'm like, well, this might feel a little kind of small. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, it might feel a little bit kind of tight. Yeah. But as you're going around doing everything, like to give you an idea, on the day that, you know, we went to Batu on the, the, the big long day, mm -hmm. you know, between going to Batu and being on the ship, you know, I didn't, you know, I usually run or something, but I ended up doing like seven miles, just walking around doing the missions. Wow. So it's very wow. intensive. And looking back, I was glad the ship wasn't bigger because I would have been exhausted. I would have been like <laughs> full fledged running down hallways, trying to find everything and do different things throughout the whole entire day that right. I would have never been able to do it. Sure. So at first, yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit small, but when you're actually there and experiencing it, it, it's actually the right size. They they thought that part through quite well. Good. Cool. Nice. So, you know, you're talking about the some of the experiences like um, the bridge, the opportunity to be on the bridge and, and navigate there and the lightsaber training. Did you feel like, because I know there's a lot of people that have to all have that opportunity. Do you feel like they gave ample time for everybody to do those experiences? Or did you feel rushed like, oh, I, I got to get this done because somebody's waiting? No, no. So everyone's scheduled for a certain time for each one. So it's never like they make sure the groups are the right size and the timing is <laughs> works well for everybody. So for example, like I think for bridge training it was about an hour 45 minutes to an hour long wow so you get to do quite a bit in there and you know it all kind of plays into the storyline um that you're experiencing at the same time and with lightsaber training you know if you're not the one with the lightsaber you know working on your skills you know they actually include everybody so behind the you know behind what you can't usually see in people's videos is they give you shields. So you're like, if someone misses the lightsaber, your job is to block it yourself and <laughs> like, you know, destroy the ship. Nice. So it's fully inclusive the whole entire time. Like, I think wow. when you do lightsaber training, if I remember correctly, the most that will be in there 
would be 20 people at one time. Oh, okay. And there's usually like, you know, actually it might be only 16. I think there's four people in the front. Yeah, four in the front and four back. So 16 total uh, people that could be in there doing it at one time. So you definitely get a good good experience with oh, that. Wow, hmm. that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you obviously part of it, we all know, is a visit to Batu. and you're getting mm-hmm. to go and check out Black Spire Outpost. Um, tell us a little bit about that experience. Was it, did it feel different from like going there on a regular basis, just topping into Disney's Hollywood studios? Was there anything, I mean, I'm not going to, no spoilers, but was there anything special about the, you know, being there and being a part of this, uh, the, the uh, guest of the Halcyon? There is. Um, so I originally thought when we're like, okay, here's our Hollywood studios, you know, time period they gave us till 4 PM. So you have like eight till 4 PM or eight 30 to 4 PM wherever the time happened to be for the park when it opened. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll have time to go do other stuff. I'll go do Tower of Terror. I'm going to go, you know, ride Slinky Dog. I'll be able to do Toy right. Story Mania. You got plenty of time down here. There's nothing happening on the ship. This is great. Um, yeah. I didn't have <laughs> one moment to actually do <laughs> any of that extra stuff whatsoever. Um, like from the moment, like our group went down, like one of the first groups, we got there onto Batu, pretty much as part of uh, early park entry. So around 8.15 in the morning. Okay. And from 8.15 till about 1, because they also include is um, lunch for you. So you can have lunch at Rancho Roasters or mm-hmm. Docking Bay 7. Or if you're like me, um, I've already had been able to experience those two. I actually went back to the ship and the lunch on board is fantastic too. Ooh, so if you want the buffet lunch, know. you can go back. Yeah. Or double dip, which, hey, we're on board, <laughs> you should double dip, right? Right. Um, you definitely do that <laughs> as far as that goes. Um, but you're going around doing different things. And. I have a much greater appreciation for Batu because it's not that anything was going to go different, but you get to see things in a different way. Like yeah. you go and interact with the land in different, you know, capacities than you would have previously. So obviously you're scanning things and you're doing things sure. um, on, on the planet. But I think because the app is a little bit different for the Halcyon compared to the regular Disney, you know, oh, okay. parks uh, right. play app, you could actually, unlock fun things and people are all looking at you when you're doing it there's no joke so if, if you if you're if you think no one's looking at you yeah they're gonna look at you because when you do something they're like how'd that happen and right, that's right. Because it's kind of a lot of phineas ferb kind oh, of okay. around yeah, world yeah, showcase right? kind of uh-huh. moments that you're doing um around wow. the land which is really kind of fun nice and like from that that kind of also builds up all of your different um events as in the, the day progresses and things keep getting added you know, I went back for lunch because I had to go back for part of my mission for something else I had to do at the same time. Wow. And you have a separate entry into the park. You don't go in through, you know, the front gate. They give you a little separate transport. And the port and the transport goes really quick. Like you're you can be there and back in like, you know, less than five minutes. Wow. You know, it's really, really smooth. It it kind of comes in a, you know, not like waiting for a bus for Disney World kind of thing. It's right. very easy to do. And when you get off, it's a cool little entry area. And the fun part is they give you unlimited water. So like, you know, the mm. Dasani bottle with arabesque on Oh, them. yeah. Yeah, you can, you can grab as many of those as you want. So. <laughs> wow. Nice. Get your share of them because I yeah. had like seven of them because I was thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> hydrate. Always hydrate. Exactly. Exactly. You'll be hydrated. Yeah. I mean, maybe I wanted a bottle or two. I'm like, eh, you could collect those kind of things. But Very definitely cool. new appreciation. And also they give you a, a different viewpoint on the, on the attractions. Like, I always thought Millennium Falcon was a good ride. It's a fun mm-hmm. ride. Mm-hmm. But after this, I have a much different viewpoint on mm-hmm. the Millennium yeah. Falcon, on how it all works together with the Halcyon. 
um, that ride actually has a, a good tie-in with it very well. Oh, the wow. same with Rise of the Resistance. Like, they'll tell you to go do different things. So, like, you can go just automatically do the rides. You get your lightning lane for them. Right. Or what we did is we made – we kind of let it play out to where in our, you know, missions mm – -hmm. We could go ride them together. Like, hey, we're at that point where it says to go ride Million Falcon, so let's go do that. Wow. That sounds awesome. That sounds really, really cool. Mm. I know. Um, so in terms of like I I know some people really get into wearing cosplay and things like that. Is it if you don't do that, is are you still gonna have a, a the fun and everything else, or is that really something that people should plan for? That is totally up to the person. I mean, you can get as deep into it as you would like. Mm -hmm. You know, I how will much, say. Go I was going to say, how much did you cosplay? I wore a T-shirt with a pocket. In <laughs> so that tells you my level of depth of, you know, how far I went. If anyone knows me, they're like, that's my standard look as far as that goes. Um, if you can wear like people wearing Star Wars T-shirts and there were some people that went full garb, you know, right. like you couldn't you were thought they were, you know, worked on the ship kind of people, wow. you know, yeah, like, sure. so the array is totally there. And if you are one of those people that go deeper into the, the cosplay, mm -hmm. and you want pictures, they do offer a photo package where you can take your pictures on the ship and then you can do all this kind of like photo shoots. And right. A lot of people come to your room and paint your face if you want to make you look like, you know, different characters wow. or whatever, uh -huh. you know whatever you want as far as that goes. So people definitely got into it. There was definitely those people mm -hmm. and it definitely adds to the experience. Next time I go, would I probably do a little better than a pocket t-shirt? Yeah, I probably <laughs> would. I felt a little bit like, Hey, I should probably do a little something here. Uh, instead of just being that guy with like, you know, the shorts and a t-shirt in the corner. Um, but beyond that, you know, the storylines too, like you can go as deep and create your backstory as you want. Um, Mine fell apart like instantaneously because I just, <laughs> I told everybody, I'm like, I have a horrible at remembering things. Like I, oh, I, can, yeah. I can like tell a story, but I can't tell the same story like four times in a row the same way. It'll be different every time. Right. So I'm like, well, this is, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. So I even tried to like use uh, Spaceballs as my backstory and like, try to be Lone Star because I'm like, yeah. I can do this. You know, I can really talk about being Lone Star and, you know running from dark helmet and all that fun stuff but yeah that fell apart too so i, I kind of gave up on that one next time i'll do a lot better but uh yeah you could definitely uh definitely get into it and um that's the part that's amazing is the crew remembers everything oh, we're wow. talking wow. everything like you say your name once and they remember it for the whole entire voyage oh, we're not man. talking just like the people that are involved we're talking about the person you interact with when you, you know, check out the shop or you go to guest services wow. or the person you meet for the first time walking the ship. They're like, hey, Nate, how are you? How's your, you know, blah, blah. And they, and they have a whole story, too, behind it. Oh, man. So it's probably like some of the best cast member experiences I've ever had in my life. Like, wow. I've been, I've been around the block and people know me. I've, I'm, I'm older than I look. <laughs> So I guess if we do this thing, we need to like come up with our backstory like a couple months in advance and to just like keep approaching each other and like, so tell us a little about yourself so we can keep rehearsing our backstories when we're ready to go, right? Exactly, exactly. It's, it, 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 it will make it more fun too. It makes it more fun. You have to go into it like in the deep end, you know, right. dive in the deep end, you know, put everything else to the side and just go at it, you know, full bore and that's the way to do it. And like you said at the beginning, you you view yourself as an introvert. So was it still fun to like get out of that, you know, persona that you usually reside in to do this? 
it was definitely fun yes so like i can be an extrovert and i can do it but like obviously over time it just kind of wears me down and i get like exhausted um, <laughs> from it you know but by day i usually i was back in the day in sales so i'm very much able to uh, have sure. you know detailed conversations and you know you know go that route but every day of kind of like okay i'm gonna sit back and be a little more of an introvert but even if you're kind of sitting back you kind of the they create this FOMO moment all the way through it. Like you sit there and you go, I am missing something right now. Like I had <laughs> never had FOMO worse in my life than when I was on the ship for two days. I felt like every moment I'm like, I can't go back to my room because I'm going to miss something. And if I miss something, I'll have no idea what's going on. So like, you end up just like chasing that moment the whole entire time. And when you get off, you're like, oh, wow, there's nothing to chase anymore. I kind of wish I had that FOMO moment still. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, obviously this is way different than, you know, being on a traditional cruise or whatever, but you know, there has to be some sort of similarities involved, or I would think there would be, and I know Nate, you've been on cruises in the past. Um, did it in some ways kind of feel like you're actually on a cruise ship, you know, only going through space and then all this craziness is happening around you? It does. So they, they use different characters. So you have a cruise director and they hold that kind of position all the way through the voyage. They mention everything as a voyage. The dining feels like you're on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. um, the way you do excursions feels like you're on a cruise ship. You know, your pod down to Batu is like getting on a tender to an island. Oh, wow. You know, it's yeah. all those kind of feels um, all the way through it. You know, even from the moment you arrive, like I mentioned, and hand over your luggage, it feels like you're going onto a cruise ship. You know, right. when I came home, Serena asked me, she's like, so did you feel like you were like on a cruise ship or in a building for two days? Like, tell me the truth. I'm like, I never realized I was even in like just a building the whole time I was there. Wow. Like I, I, I was actually really con like thinking about it, like concerned, like, I'm going to feel like I'm just kind of like stuck in a building for two days. Sure. Yeah. Like a little, like, you know, intense, like, right. but no, you forget that altogether. Like you just realize that like I am on this ship and. Oh, wow. We are going through space all the way, you know, and, and chasing down, you know, to different things. Right. So it does feel very much like a cruise ship. Um, everybody treats it like a cruise ship on from a crew perspective. Right. So very much a lot. I think a lot of the crew also might be uh, cruise ship trained. Uh -huh. so. Makes sense. Makes nice. sense. Um, well, I have, I guess, still a couple questions, but did you feel like it went too fast? I had lost total track of time. This is like the, really what happened. Wow. Like we went to dinner the first the first night. So we went to dinner. We had the 5.30 dinner. So we had the early dinner. Okay. And then afterwards, you know, we we're doing a couple more of our things. And then we're sitting in the atrium. And I'm like, I am exhausted. But like, it has to be <laughs> midnight by now. Like, oh, my God. Like, I have to go to bed. Right. And the other guy in my group is like, it's 7.30. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I think I've been going nonstop since I got in here, like at one o'clock. Like, how is it only seven thirty? I still like. So, like, the time goes quickly, but it doesn't go too quickly because you nice. were like so intense in doing things. Like, I'm very much a big like I'm gonna take tons of pictures. I'm gonna take tons of right. video kind of person, and I even have time to do that because you're just trying to pay attention to everything that's going sure. on, and then. You're interacting with other guests too because they're sharing information with you but they could be impacting your story by them sharing information and right what wow. you share you have to be careful about so like it really was a more like a community experience you know you kind of like oh, learn wow. people on the ship you yeah. get together you know who they are they know who you are because it's just a small niche group of people right 
it's only two days, but you're doing so much at the same time. Like you see each other on bat too. You say hi and whatnot. Right. I would say the time didn't go by as quickly as I thought it would. It did go by fast. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I think if it was any longer, I think you, you couldn't do it any longer. Right. Most people, I think by the end, it's like completely, you know, completely worn out. I needed a vacation for my vacation. I felt like Disney World was a better place for a, like, a little bit more relaxing of a vacation at that point. Right, right. So is there anything, you know, looking back at it, is there anything that you wish you had known beforehand that could have either prepared you for a better experience or that you would recommend to people, hey, if you're going to do this, prepare this or prepare this way or something like that? If you're going to do it, do it. Like, mm -hmm. I've heard people say, like, you know, like, hey, I'll go on because my spouse likes it. Right. And I'll kind of, like, just hang back. You can definitely do that. But I don't think you get anything near the experience that everybody else does. Like, right. you you really, if you're going to do it, just, just go for it. You know, dive in, communicate, talk, socialize, you know, right. work on the, the data pad, do all the different things. So that way you get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Um that's what I would recommend for most people um, as far as that goes. Things I wish I knew a little more. Like I said, I, I probably should have had a backstory. I probably should have done a little <laughs> bit more effort behind that. To my credit, I only had a couple of weeks to figure it out before I went. Right. Um, but at the same point, like I I wish I did. Uh, next time I go back, you know, I would definitely do that. And whether it be something as simple as, you know, a Jedi robe or something like that, you know, right. go down that path. Right. I mean, I'm not quite sure I can pull off, you know, the full makeup. I'm just... Not sure if I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see that though. If it happens, I got, we need pictures. Oh, there, there will be proof. If I, if I do, if yeah. I go on that path, there will be picture proof everywhere. I'm sure of it. And uh, but that's the big thing. Um, I, I would say I think the one thing that you know I could tell people is that what you see in the marketing mm -hmm. and what you see on YouTube videos is only a portion of what actually happens. Nice. Meaning, Disney makes it a very, very pointful thing to take phones out of people's hands with cameras running meaning there were points where there was interaction happening and they actually walked up and took a phone and pushed it down and said no video in this no video in this mm, so everyone will say they've seen different things like right. on youtube and whatnot that you've seen the full experience i would say you've seen the sh the set pieces you've seen the big things that could mm -hmm, happen mm -hmm. but you don't actually get all the details of the different storylines mm -hmm. and there are a lot of different storylines like in our group we had at least three different storylines going and that's wow. i think only half of the possible storylines you can go on wow i was gonna say so your group kind of split up and they did, did you make a conscious effort to select different storylines or just kind of uh did that organically it was all organically it was one of those things like you it's just how you answer the questions like there's like you don't realize which questions are the tipping points that will drive you a different direction right. you can try to like Yes, you can try to game it to get to certain things, I'm sure, if you really want to. Um, but I didn't know what path I was going down. I was going down two paths at one point, and something happened where I split off to another direction. Wow. So, like, <laughs> and they all, it's really interesting because, like, you all start at the same point, and there's got to be, like, this, like, web that has all these different directions you can right. go. But they all, they, they come back together, and you're all part of, the big finale and whatnot in different <sighs> capacities and different nice. levels and, and whatnot. Wow. I, it, it's some of the best Imagineering stuff I've seen Disney come up oh, with like, oh, when, it comes cool. to, when, when it comes to storytelling, this right. is like to next level storytelling. Wow. Is there a way that you can tell us what the biggest wow you 
had experience in it. And it may not without be spoilers. Yeah, without spoilers. It may not be an activity, maybe just something that surprised you about the whole whole location or experience or whatever. I would say the uh, the kind of interactions you have with certain characters, mm -hmm. I never thought would be in that kind of capacity and that close. Wow. To the point where like you could basically just be hanging out and going on a mission with one of your favorite characters on, you know, from Aww. the original trilogy, things nice. like that, where they're, they're, <laughs> they're going around the whole entire place with you and, and whatnot. I mean, there's a, I, th I think everybody's seen the character. There's a full fledged droid um, right. on the ship and the it, it actually fully interacts with you. And oh, very cool. I, I mean, the, I would say everything that we, everybody heard on, you know, what Batu could be mm -hmm. and what they would want to do. I think they definitely brought that to the, um, the Star Cruiser, mm. and then kind of upped it a little bit. Wow! I think they did it because of how it interacts and how you work with you know different characters and different sure. toys and whatnot. You couldn't do that in a theme park, in my opinion. It would just mm -hmm. become a complete you know safety concern for right. everybody involved but in this environment mm -hmm. they can do all that and then some wow and uh yeah that was that was impressive and to me the fact that they knew everything like we're talking you're only there for two days mm -hmm. and this crew learns your name they actually don't just know your name they know what track you're going down and where right. you should be going and wow. what you're doing and they know it's across like all the guests. Like, I don't know how they do it because they're not being fed information. They're, it's just like they retain this. And this is probably some of the best um, equity actors and teams I've ever seen wow. put together by Disney uh, in one location. And it just makes you kind of like, as soon as you step off, I'm like, I have to go back. Like, I got, <laughs> yeah, kind of like, God, they got me. They got me really good. <laughs> So I was going to ask this, but I think you've already just answered right. it. You know, like if you can't afford it, is it worth your time and your money to do this? I think I already know the answer just from what you've said there. I think it's totally worth it. I mean, in, there's ways to do it. So like I, I mentioned, you're, you're only in the room to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's a nice room. It's a very comfortable room, but you're there to really be there for whatever, eight, nine hours of sleep, okay. shower kind of thing. And we were, my group and I were talking about this while we were on it, like, to you know, we would totally go split it with other people. Like, mm -hmm. if you get down to it and you think about it, and I'm a numbers person, so I apologize for the numbers, but, like, it comes down to about, give or take, 1500 a person mm -hmm. for the two-night experience. If you're a solo tripping down to Disney and you're paying, staying at a deluxe hotel, you're right. paying mm -hmm. sure. close to that already, and it doesn't include your food. It doesn't right. include the experience. I, I've, I've done a lot of different things with Disney, whether it be dessert parties, whether it be tours, mm -hmm. whether it be whatever. And, you know, sometimes I go, eh, where did my dollar go? Like, it was fun, but right. was it really worth that dollar amount? Even if it's like a dessert party for $100. Right. I could actually see in this where they put all the money into it. I could see where it was going. Mm -hmm. I could see, you know, how they're making it be something completely different yeah. than anything else. And there's definitely like repeatability. I think I met somebody who's on their third voyage. Wow. Our cruiser already. And like, it's not even open for a year. They're like, yeah, we just enjoy it. So we came back again. Oh and my gosh. I will warn you. It's, once you go, it, you, you might want to go again. 
All right, so we're taking out another mortgage on the house. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and book this thing, um, maybe multiple times. Nate, I'm sold. I was already sold, but uh, your explanation of, it, especially, you know, look, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, Michelle's a huge Star Wars fan. You've, you know, said you're a Star Wars fan, but maybe not as as much involved with it as we are. And the fact that you love it means that I know that we're gonna love it. Right. Um, we're going to have to book this thing then, Michelle. Get, <laughs> get on the line to a travel agent. We need to get this thing done. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of getting on the line to a travel agent, well, we just happen to know one, as a matter of we fact. Do. He is here with us on this show. <laughs> Nate, you happen to do travel services, don't you? I do, I do, yes. I'm a vacation planner with Mouse and More. Uh, not Mouse and More, sorry, Main Street uh, and More Travel. Mouse and More is the podcast associated with it. Uh, with with uh, Main Street and More Travel. So, yes, I'm a Disney vacation planner. I do Universal. Uh, I do everything outside of the world, too, like, you know, Europe and whatnot. And I will say this is something that I would spend my own money on. And to kind of show that, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually going again, believe it or not. So wow. That, this actually happened a couple of days ago. I'm going in May. Wow. With another group of guys. I was um, going to say, do you need two more roommates? Yeah. <laughs> if anybody falls we'll out on that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk offline about right, how right. we'll do it. We, we'll get Serena involved because she yeah. wants to go too Ooh, at some point. Nice. So, um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, I pay for it in my own pocket. You know, mm -hmm. one of those things like I would actually go out there and, and do this. And, uh, but yes, if you have any questions about it, Feel free to reach out whether you're going to go on or not. I'm happy to you know answer questions. If you have any travel needs, um, I'm happy to help you in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, just to make your vacation that much better. So, and we'll put a link to how you can contact Nate in the uh, show notes for this show, so you can reach out to him and uh, you know ask him your questions. And I'm sure he'd love to help you out in uh, planning a trip to the Halcyon to the Galactic yeah. Star Cruiser. <laughs> but that's not the only thing you do. You also design some pretty cool T-shirts, uh, Nate. Um, can you tell us if your our listeners uh, where they can find some of those as well? I think I have a problem. I'm just like, I just do so many different things for Disney, <laughs> Disney stuff now. I, I think there could, could be an issue. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I, I do. We all have that issue. We all have it. <laughs> so yes, I, I do design t-shirts um, and they're actually at um, MN, uh, mnstdesigns.com. Um, there also is an Etsy shop out there. So you can feel free to check them out. I also do uh, custom orders. So I've had people reach out to me asking for a particular design or a t-shirt. I'm happy to work with you, put something together, take a look at it. Let me know what you think. If you like it, we'll put it up. You can buy it. Um, nice. And then from there, you know, go, you know, make sure it's the right fit and everything like that for you. Um, basically, this is a passion project for me. Uh, grew up loving to draw and I decided to uh, take my drawing to, you know, and, and share it. And if people love it, fantastic, you know something out there for you very talented yes for sure yes. love those shirts and yes. we will have a link to his etsy shop there as well mm -hmm. so you can check it out and contact or maybe custom design that's pretty cool yeah and so that's really <laughs> yeah. nice so um nate you have us sold i'm sorry i mean i'm like i was mostly sold before but now i'm like i just i want to i want to be there tomorrow i, know, I, right? I cannot wait that is, sounds so exciting i really you, you, you did such a good job i'm so glad you got to go and experience it yourself and uh, thanks for coming on and telling us all about it. Yeah. Is there anything we forgot to ask you about this that you think would be important for our listeners to hear or know? I think we covered the the major points. I I, I mean, I'm trying to avoid all spoilers. Sure, yeah I, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I just don't want to go down that spoiler right, on yeah, anybody. Yeah. Uh, the other really fun thing that no one talks about is that you're a 
galactic discounts working on Halcyon as well. So if you're an, an annual pass holder or a DVC member, oh, you okay. do that's important. Yeah. Discounts on that merch. So, you know, you yes. can make sure you can get that stuff as well. For sure. That's nice. great. That's great. Good to know. Well, Nate, thanks for taking the time out of the day to come and join us. Please tell Serena we said hello. We haven't yes. seen her in so long. Uh, we miss her as well, but we're excited. Uh, we'll probably be booking this thing the next thing you know, and um, we can't wait to, maybe we'll be able to you know, sail off to a galaxy far, far away with you in May. We'll see yeah. what goes on. But, uh, we always spend, we love spending time with you, right. and we've, it's been too long, so thanks again for joining us here on the show. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. So I don't know about you, Michelle, but I, I'm getting on the phone <laughs> next week to start booking our trip aboard the Halcyon because Nate has us sold, I think, and right. has me sold. Uh, I don't know about you on a journey aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, definitely got, got me totally more interested. Um, you know, like we were saying before, something we thought about would be cool when we first heard the announcement. Um, and, and just hearing about experiences and even knowing that there's more that we couldn't hear about because right. we, we also wanted it to be spoiler free for us. Um, it just entices that desire to go on it that much more. I think the, even the, the biggest selling point to, of it to me was, you know, when Nate said, I'm already planning to go again. Right. You know, yes. Like, you know, that is a selling point to me. Like if you've gone on and it's like, yeah, that was great. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. It was fantastic. I've, I've done though. That was yeah. good. I've done or it. Or maybe I'll do it again in five yeah. years or but something. But the fact that you're already in the works of right. booking another one, um, that tells me all I need to know. So um, I'm looking forward to trying to get this all arranged. Now, uh, one other interesting that came out of that conversation, interesting thing that came mm -hmm. out of that conversation with Nate is we were talking off air and, you, you know, We've been looking for a travel agent for a while now <laughs> since we moved to Florida. We need to start working for a new travel agent. And we've also been looking for a sponsor for a while. And Nate was like, look, guys, you know what? I'm available. I'm a travel agent. And I wouldn't mind sponsoring your show, you know, and we believe in Nate so much that we got into discussion with him. We worked out some details. And guess what? We have a new sponsor for Yay! our show. Yay. I know. We're super excited. Couldn't be more pleased of who it's going to be sponsoring us as well. So um, thank you so much, Nate. And uh, this is going to be a fun journey. That's right. So get ready to hear much more of from Nate on this show. So, Michelle, we all know you have the best tips, but Ooh. look, you can't possibly be everywhere to help everyone. That's where an authorized Disney vacation planner can be a lifesaver. And luckily for you, we just happen to know the best. That's Nate, of course, from Main Street and more travel. Oh yeah, Nate is the best. And with things changing at the parks, resorts, and of course the high seas all the time, it's so hard to keep up even for me. Well, that's not true. Yeah, but Nate is always right on top of every move Disney makes so he can help you have the best vacation ever. Oh, for sure. 
If you're looking to visit Walt Disney World, Disneyland, sail the seas on Disney Cruise Line, or even explore anywhere in the world beyond Disney, our friend Nate from Main Street and More Travel can help make your vacation dreams come true. No question, sweetie. And if you've listened to our show for any time at all, you know we're big fans of high-end experiences. And that's just what you get when you work with Nate. He'll give you concierge-level vacation planning services, but at no additional cost to you or your family. Heck, you may even save money if discounts become available because Nate is always looking to make sure you get the best deal possible. And did we mention all of this comes at no extra cost to you? That's because it's Disney that pays Nate for all that top-notch service he provides so you don't have to. So if you're looking for the best person to plan your magical vacation, just go to DizTripsAndMore.com, fill out the form on the website to get the process rolling on your next fabulous trip with Nate. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. So yes, definitely tell him Tom and Michelle sent you uh, so he knows that his advertising dollars are working. But look, you're not going to find a better person to help you plan your trips uh, to Disney and beyond than Nate. He is fantastic, knows his stuff, and he's just a great guy. Yeah, his knowledge of Disney, you know, all aspects of the travel has always impressed me, you know, from the very beginning. And the detail he knows and the things he's actually done and experienced. So it's not just somebody planning a trip for you that is aware of what's out there. He can actually give you information firsthand of how he and his family have experienced a lot of these types of vacation. Yeah, uh, definitely hit him up. He knows his stuff, like I said already. Um, and like, a, he's just a great guy. You're going to want to work with him. You're going to want to talk with him all the time because right. he is willing to help you out and he'll do a fantastic job for you. So that's great. I'm so excited yeah. to have a new sponsor and I'm so happy it's Nate. Nate's I know, a great ditto. He's a great Same dude. Yep. Same Z's. So let's edit, go ahead. Edit out that ditto. <laughs> ditto. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. I have a couple for you this week. I'm going to start with. There's I a, might have one too. Ooh, Michelle may have a Disney story of the week. And we all know Michelle's Disney stories of the week <laughs> are the best Disney stories of the week. We'll, we'll get to the secondary stories right now first. <laughs> uh, we'll start with there's another way to check out Magic Kingdom fireworks from one of the best views at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. This actually came from huh hyperion adventures podcast.com <laughs> from a blog michelle posted so this must be good because it's a michelle disney story of the week uh what was written is exciting news on friday starting november 18th the top of the world lounge will hold a very special new way to enjoy the magic kingdom fireworks the quote enchantment at the top dessert party end quote will feature a dessert buffet, cocktails for guests 21 and older, a reserved table inside the lounge, and reserved fireworks viewing area outside. The event cost is $89 plus tax per adult and $49 plus tax per children. Of course, it's eligible only for DVC members. That is a DVC lounge. Right. So and their guests in. that are yeah. on their reservation. Sure. Sure. Uh, staying at a Disney-owned and operated resort, you can book that reservation up to 60 days in advance of your stay. That's the first day of your stay. So mm-hmm. if you're 
if you're staying a long time, if you're there, going to be there for 10 days or whatever and want to book it right. seven days in, right. whenever your 60-day window opens up at the beginning, you can start booking it then. Uh, you can go through the DVC member services, and here's the number, 800-800-9800. Again, 800-800-9800. You can also look it up on the website if you're looking to possibly book this cool way to check out the fireworks and be sure and get a spot at the top of the world lounge. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about that, how, you know, especially when you compare it to the price of the dessert parties at the park, which again, it's a different experience because you're right there and you're seeing, you know, the projections, you know, all around you, et cetera. But still, you know, like you've mentioned, uh, top of the world lounge is well sought after. It's a great location. And to know you have a reserve table, you have the buffet, you know, and when I was first researching about this and, and saw where they said, you know, there's adult beverages. Um, but then later I found on a Disney website where they said open bar. So Woo, I know. Oh, no, you're <laughs> singing my song. Open I mean, bar. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They may have some restrictions. I'm sure there's so, some I'm, sort of cutoff. Right. There. Right. But uh, you know that it, it sounded like more than just, um, you know, Hey, we have two, two choices of cocktails or whatever. So it, it sounds like it's going to be something. It's a red wine, really fun. a white wine, a beer, right. and a specialty cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see, but it sounds like, um, it's going to be, you know, pretty cool. And, um, so what they do, it sounds like they are, you know, it says exclusive for the people who are at the dessert party. So it sounds like, um, after the very beginning, maybe hour and a half or so, they close it off to other people um, and just have it only for the people at the dessert party. Very cool. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Yeah. We're looking to see about that, see how mm -hmm. that progresses. Uh, you still can, of course, do standby at Top of the World Lounge. You don't have that party going on, right. but you can do standby there. And if you have a reservation, obviously you're going to get it right up there and you're going to have a table um, or you may have to wait around a little bit uh, for the standby for Top of the World Lounge. But yeah. you still have that availability uh, to you should you decide not to do the party. Right. I mean, the way they have it sounding, you know, we don't know because it hasn't happened yet, but it, it sounds like um, they are really going to restrict during the, you know, they, they said check-in is an hour and a half before the fireworks. So I think they are really going to control even the walk-ups to make sure they are out of there because they also don't want to have to try to figure out who in the room is available to eat and drink and who right. isn't. Um, so they'll probably have some kind of a a lag of switching yeah. out. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. If they have a cordoned off area for those with reservations or with the, or what the, it is. Yeah. But, it says um, exclusive lounge. The so. good news is that if you're, if you're going to do the walk up um, and you show up well before the party and go up there, remember you can purchase some food or some drinks up there, keep your receipt and you can always go back up and still watch the fireworks. Right. Right. There, so. Yeah. But so, the people who are at the dessert party will have an exclusive area. Right. For them, for the viewing for, too. So exactly. if you're going to, just to know if you're going to spend that money, you will have a designated area for viewing, even though they might be, they will be accommodating right. other walk-ups. And remember, even if you're just doing the walk-up, you still need to be a DVC member staying on DVC property or not staying on Disney, Disney property. property. It doesn't need to be with Disney uh, DVC points, but you right. need to be staying on uh, Disney, Disney property. owned and operated. Property. Right. Uh, during that time to be able to access the top of the world lounge. Yeah. And so. that doesn't have to be in Bay Lake Towers. You can be at any of the Disney properties. Right. So they're not getting rid of the, um, what is it, wicked wind down parties, except for Fridays. Okay. Good and there know. are a few block out days related to holidays that they won't have those Friday sure. parties. They're going to have 
other holiday parties. So. <laughs> Have you checked out the New Year's party? I know. <laughs> uh, we won't be paying for that. We may be paying for Galactic Star Cruiser, but I don't think we're doing that uh, yeah, New Year's the one Eve at, party. Uh, yeah, California Grill. Oh, is that a California Grill? I yes. thought it was the top of the world. No, California, California Grill. Grill. Yep. 750? 749, per yep. 750 <laughs> per person. Um, no. Uh, but more power to you if you go. Hey, yeah. again, we say it all the time. What is valuable to me might not be valuable to you. What's right. value to you might not be value to me. And it's all good. No matter exactly. what. What is right for you is what's right for you. And we appreciate that and understand that. So that's just not value to us. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. Anyway, let's move on to something that is valuable to everybody. <laughs> and that is we have a list of many of the holiday treats that will be awaiting you at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And even some you'll be able to sample if you're visiting the park during regular hours. So that's good. Some holiday tasty right. treats. Always like those. Uh, this is from the Disney Parks blog. They say the most wonderful time of the year is almost upon us. Time to get a sneak peek into the yummy Yuletide delights you can enjoy at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and Magic Kingdom Park this year. The culinary teams have acted as Santa's foodie helpers this year and created a sleigh worth of goodies to indulge <laughs> in with plenty of new delights this year. I'm going to go through a lot of these, but there will be, there, there's many more that I can't get to everything because there's just too many <laughs> yummy treats uh, out there. So you can go to the Disney parks blog and check out some of the stuff I missed, but I am going to get to most of these. And these are the ones that called out to me. I think the most I'm going to start at auntie gravity's galactic goodies. Mm -hmm. uh, there they're going to have the lock shock and barrel Sunday, which is a festive Vanilla cake, vanilla ice cream, strawberry topping, whipped cream, and Christmas sprinkles with a lock, shock, and barrel chocolate piece. That is available in for everybody. So nice. if you're there at the Magic Kingdom during the day, if you're going to the Very Merry Christmas Party, either way, that is available for you. I love that it looks like it's served in the... Um, the bathtub, the same bathtub um, thing that they have, like the Uncle Orville Sunday oh, yeah, in, right, as right. well. It makes sense for Lock, Shock, and Barrel to be sitting in a bathtub. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah, and all. Great theming. Sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, this is only available during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. The Sugar Plum Shake, with uh, which is a spiced sugar plum soft serve topped with cherry syrup, whipped cream, and sprinkles. Sounds yummy. Mm -hmm. And Into Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Over at Casey's Corner, they always love a new specialty hot dog. Well, they have a holiday dinner dog, which is an all-beef hot dog with cranberry mustard, savory stuffing, funnel cake, and cheese curds. That is available all day, regular hours, and at the Very Merry Christmas wow, party. That sounds so, amazing. Mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, now, just available, available at Casey's Corner for the Very Merry Christmas Party is the Christmas Tree Cake, which is a red velvet brownie cheesecake, mm. oh man, with eggnog buttercream and spiced caramel topped uh, with mini sugar Christmas lights. That wow. sounds delicious. It does sound mm -hmm. delicious. Party mm. worthy. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Another thing only available at the Christmas Party is the Polar Bear Claw. Uh, that's at Cool Ship. It's chocolate hazelnut pastry with white and dark chocolate. Sounds Ooh, delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I love things. I love tots. Okay. I love yeah. tots. I love topped tots. <laughs> yes, Easy for me do. to say. Yes. Not really. I'm, I'll screw this up probably <laughs> as I'm reading this. Over at the Friars Nook, they have this, but it's only available during the Christmas party, but it sounds what? delicious. It's the Curry Brat Tops. I knew I was going to screw it up. Curry Brat Tops. Tots. Nice. It's tots topped with chopped bratwurst, curry ketchup, 
and apple slaw. I love all those things. Yeah. I love brats. I love curry. I love ketchup. I love <laughs> apple slaw. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds so unique too. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have thought of it? For sure. Cool. Apparently Disney thought yes. of it. That sounds really, really good. Uh, this is right up Michelle's alley, the Tinkerbell Cream Puff, <laughs> which is a cream puff and compressed carrot cake topped with spiced cream cheese, icing, spiced walnuts, and chocolate wings. Only available during the Christmas party, mm. though. But sounds, sounds pretty good. Yeah, again, really unique dishes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Back to something that's available all day at the Golden Oak Outpost. A fried pork tamale served Christmas style with red and green chili sauces and queso fresco. I love a good tamale. Yeah. I will be sampling that when nice. we get that yeah, there yeah. for sure. Yummy. 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 Uh, also available all the time during uh, this time of the year at the Golden Oak Outpost is the uh, Chai Caramel Freeze, which is a salted caramel freeze with chai spiced whipped cream. That sounds mm, nice and yeah, refreshing and right? cooling. Uh-huh. Over at Main Street Bakery, unfortunately, this is only available during the Christmas party, but it sounds wonderful. Unfortunate for us, but great for the people at the That's party. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and it may be fortunate for us because I'm telling you, after hearing about all these snacks, <laughs> I'm thinking more and more about getting tickets to the Christmas party if there's any still available. Uh, this is the Mickey Moose not moose as in, you know, moose with horns, the Mickey moose as in that pudding type thing. Yes. Mickey moose ornament treat. (laughs) (laughs) Gingerbread moose with crispy center and spiced almond cake with brownie crumble. That sounds fantastic. It looks beautiful. Over at uh, Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe, there is the Texas Size Sweet Potato Pie, which is a baked sweet potato pie with marshmallow meringue and candy pecans available all day long. Cool. Regular hours and Christmas party hours. Nice. Now, here's the bottom line here. This is the thing that's (laughs) going to inspire me to get those Christmas party tickets because, man, I love a good brownie sundae. Mm -hmm. I love peppermint, especially at this time of year. We're at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Only for the very merry Christmas party, they have a peppermint hot fudge brownie sundae, which is peppermint ice cream, hot fudge, and candy cane pieces served on a brownie. Yum. Yeah. That is. That sounds fabulous. I mean, as it is, when we go to the ice cream parlor, I usually get a brownie sundae there with like mint chocolate chip ice cream on it. Yes. This is just taking it to more of a holiday level, and I'm all all in on it. Yeah, no, that sounds fabulous. Mm Uh, also, only during the Christmas party, if you want to warm up a little bit, maybe during the nights. Although, yeah, it is hot chocolate. So it's the candy cane hot cocoa with peppermint ice cream, whipped cream, and candy cane pieces. So if it gets a little chilly out there, that might be nice for yeah, you. Yeah, it sounds delicious mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Over at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, uh, you can get the Funnel Cake Sunday, which is peppermint ice cream, M&M's, chocolate candies, and hot fudge served on a funnel cake. Again, only during Very Merry Christmas Party, though. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the Sandy Claus Peppermint Mousse tar- <laughs> uh, Treat, which is white chocolate peppermint mousse with a chocolate fudge center, chocolate Santa hat, and Jack Skellington face. Again, only during the Christmas party, but yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah, glad they're doing some special things for the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Another one uh, only available at the Christmas party at the Sleepy Hollow Refreshments is the vin- uh, the apple cider float, which is apple cider topped with a scoop of vanilla ice cream and sprinkled with cinnamon interesting yummy sounds good now yeah. these these next things are available all day long you can pick them up if you're in the magic kingdom during regular hours you can pick them up at the very merry christmas party uh first is the christmas cookie churro which is a churro served with marshmallow cream cookie crumbles and christmas sprinkles that's at various carts throughout main street usa 
And here's another one that calls right out to us that we'll definitely be picking up because, you know, we love both of these things. <laughs> it's a Christmas wreath donut. It's red velvet donut nice. with green buttercream and holiday sprinkle decorations. Red velvet donut. Boom. Yeah. We're in for sure. That sounds, sounds great. Sounds spectacular. Yep. So we will be picking that up on our next visit after November 8th cool. at the Magic Kingdom Park for sure. So, And Michelle, I hear, has a Disney story of the week before we get to our tips of the week. Michelle, what is your Disney story of the week? Okay. Well, Disney just announced uh, through social media that they are going to be releasing a holiday musical popcorn tin. Ooh. both at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort starting on November 11th. So I know the holiday popcorn containers are obviously highly sought out. This year, it's a wind-up tin that looks really adorable. What does it look like? So it looks like a drum, you know, and mm. then it has, you know, on the bottom is the wind-up and it has, you know, like a, a thing that uh, looked like it turned around, like an image that turned around through yeah. it and then... Oh, I think I did see that on social media. Now yeah. I think about it in passing. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. Right, and right. I know everybody loves a good popcorn bucket, but you're talking one that plays music right, as well. Right, right. I wonder what Christmas music it plays. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, it was a cute uh, video that they, they did where I don't want to spoil it for people, but it was a cute little way that they introduced it. But um, yeah, I don't remember what music... It, it, you know, I, if, if I were to have to try to remember, it sounded like just generic kind of you know, what you would think with a music tin or, you know, music box kind of just playing a generic Christmas song. Well, that sounds like that'll be the hot new thing coming yeah. up here that people are going to want to line up for. I think they're starting to do some virtual cues for those, uh, for some of that merchandise now. So uh, we'll see if that uh, happens for this, but um, mm. uh, very, very cool. Uh, looking forward to uh, checking that out. I don't think we'll be picking that up, but I'm looking forward to right. seeing somebody who has it and, and checking it out and seeing what it's all about for right. sure. I still can't wait to to dig out our Pluto. We have two Plutos. Pluto, you know, with the Christmas sweaters. sweaters yeah. yeah. Um, from different years of different colors. So, um, yeah. I posted a picture of you. Well, it's part of the picture of you yesterday with the, our, our, one of our Plutos. Because <laughs> yesterday, as we were recording this, I was on the 5th, was actually National Redhead Day. So, of course, I posted ah. pictures of my favorite redhead. And one of those pictures was you celebrating because you were so happy to get your Pluto <laughs> uh, popcorn bucket, <laughs> holiday popcorn bucket. And we have two of those, two different sweaters. I think yeah. one's a green and one's, one's a red. red. Yeah, think, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. They've become actual holiday decorations. Right. For exactly. Us <laughs> I think they've ever held popcorn, but they are holiday decorations. Right, and right. We love them very much. So. That's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, great, wonderful, all things <laughs> good in the world. You know, she does the best research. She definitely has the best lists. But there's no question about it. Hands down, she has the very best <laughs> tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so sweet. And thank you again for recognizing me on National Redhead Day. So my tip, um, it, it's, it mainly is more of a inform you of something that you may not be uh, familiar with. Now, we've talked about the, um, the fishing excursions that you can take uh, at the Disney uh, Resort and... There's also probably a lesser known 
fishing experience that you could have over at Port Orleans. And they have, um, they call it the fishing hole. And you can rent, you know, for like a half an hour, a, a pole, and it includes, you know, like your bait and everything. And you can just do pole fishing uh, from Port Orleans. Right, from a dock there. From the dock there, yeah. You know, so that way, you know, if you if you don't feel like you want to, or if not everybody in your party wants to go on an actual fishing excursion, but you just want to have some cute, unique fun, this is a, a way to do it, it, and it's not that expensive. And um, so I would recommend that you check it out over at Port Orleans. You don't have to be staying at Port Orleans. Um, they do it mainly in the morning. I think it's like 7.30 to 1.30. I mean, it, I'm sure the hours are... Call still, ahead. Check right, into yeah. it ahead of time. Um, but, you know, to do that, and, you know, they have rates for just, you know, a half an hour or, you know, with one pole or for a family um, for a half an hour that you have more, more poles, but you know, it's, first of all, Port Orleans is a really beautiful uh, resort to go visit. If you've never been there and you got to pick up the beignets, they have some great mm-hmm. beignets there as well. Um, you know, and if you get a chance, especially during the holidays, their holiday decorations are just stunning. Um, you know, they incorporate the colors of Mardi Gras and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, definitely cool idea. Yeah. If you don't want to uh, do the whole splurge on the fishing excursion aboard the boat and everything with a guide, um, this may be something a little more budget friendly to kind of still get that fishing in. Again, it is catch and release. Know that going in. Yes, exactly. Um, So um, that is true of any of the fishing excursions out there, uh, no matter where you're fishing, whether it be Bay Lake, Seven Seas Lagoon, wherever you're going. Right. Um, but, uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And just so, you know, it's Port Orleans on the Riverside side. Very good. Michelle's tip. <laughs> Always the best tip. Well, I also know that during the holidays, people are, may, may want a day that they're not going to go into the parks that, you know, and here's an activity that you can do. Plus do that hotel hopping while you're there. Excellent. And that leads right into my tip for this week. And it's kind of something we've talked about a little bit in the past. We know we're coming up on the busy season mm-hmm. at the parks, whether it be through the Thanksgiving holiday, obviously the, the Christmas you know, that holiday right. season when you get into that two weeks right around Christmas and New Year's. But you can even be looking far ahead into, um, you know, Easter week, spring break time, right. you know, how busy that can be as well. And, you know, sometimes if you've never been to the parks or Walt Disney World Resort or whatever during that time, you may not know what to expect. And it may be kind of a shock to the system when you <laughs> show up there and see how busy it can be. So, my tip for you is just when you go on during those times, you may need to change your game plan a little bit <laughs> right. when you're going to the parks. Maybe temper your expectations. You may not get on every attraction right. when you're there. So you may want to look into doing some other things like the fishing thing that Michelle yeah. was just talking about. Um, you know, just maybe plan on not going on a lot of attractions, finding some other fun things to do, sampling some of these wonderful treats, taking pictures, um, you know, doing some interesting other things in the parks that maybe you haven't done in the past. Um, if you are staying on Disney property, you know, and you do want to do some attractions, take advantage of the early entry you get into the parks. And if you're staying at some of the, um, the deluxe resorts and so forth. Um, some of the extended hours in the evening as well, um, because those will give you some better chances to maybe ride some of those attractions than maybe you'll see on throughout the day as it's getting more and more busy, especially some of those really, really popular attractions. So I'm looking to doing that as much as possible. Um, Definitely 
be all over mobile ordering because right. you know just because you know the attractions are busy so are all the dining spots going to be busy right. mobile ordering will be your friend um, when you're going through the parks and you know the other thing is that especially during the holiday season go ahead and maybe do a little bit more resort hopping. Right. Check out the decorations. They're spectacular. As Michelle was just talking about at Port Orleans, they're fantastic, yes. but they're that way at virtually every single Disney resort. Plan on some days or some afternoons or whatever to just go out and yeah. enjoy all that. Again, it's just, you can still have a wonderful vacation during the busy time of year. It's just maybe changing what you're thinking of a Disney parks visit might be from what you would have in say, I don't know, September. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, like you were saying, mobile ordering and realizing you can mobile order in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I know sometimes it's really convenient. You're saying, okay, now or within the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes, we want to get something and you, and you do a mobile order for that. Just know too, that when it's busy, the now (laughs) might be a little harder to get. So trying to plan a little bit ahead is easier and you can always change your time too. And cancel if you things happen there where you're, you realize, Oh, I'm not going to get this or I've eaten something else or whatever it may be. You can cancel that mobile order up until the time it, your window becomes available. Yeah. So, but if you want to like plan something for, you know, an hour out and then you realize, Oh, I'm going to be caught up in in a, queue for an attraction or whatever you can go in and and adjust the time or as tom said cancel very good just plan like you're saying planning different strategies around it yeah like i said just temper your expectations it's not gonna be the same disney trip unless you're used to going to the holidays then it'll probably be the same holiday disney trip but if you're used to going in the middle of february or whatever (laughs) it's going to be a lot different so just uh plan ahead get ready for what it is going to be while you're there right like you said set your expectations differently for sure very good tip baby thank you sweetheart all right, that's it for this week. Next week, well, we'll be continuing our series looking back at 100 years, the 100 years of the Walt Disney Company. Michelle, what will we be focusing on next week as part of this series? Well, next week, we're going to be looking at the 20s and 30s, the 1920s and 1930s um, of the company, but mainly... Not the 2030s? <laughs> no. <laughs> but mainly focusing on um, like how they were paving the way or reshaping uh, the animation industry, but also how the company was starting to really embrace merchandise Mm. and merchandising is a big thing now. And just kind of where that kind of started and and what was some of the thoughts and and concerns and things that like Walt and Roy were, were considering. Well, that'll be fantastic. You know, Michelle always brings her (laughs) the the best research. I always learn new things every single time she does one of these research pieces and I'm sure you do as well. So uh, this will be another fantastic show as we look towards the 100 year anniversary of the Walt Disney company. So, It'll be great. This will be great. So, uh, as for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another and we thi- don't share that email address with that anybody. That is true. That is true. We don't. We just get the uh, the newsletter out to you right. every single week or most every single week uh, <laughs> as we can. Uh, another great way to be involved with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, Come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, and if you're already on that group, please tell a friend about it. Yes, please tell friends to just come on in and join in the good, positive fun that we're having on that Facebook group. That's right. For sure. 
Also, if you want to find uh, us on YouTube, we can just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And we also love it if you have, haven't already done so to give our podcast a review, a rating. Um, any of that is really appreciative or even, again, telling friends and families about yep. the podcast. That's the easiest way to do it, but we appreciate everybody who's given us a rating, even more so giving us a review. But if you've told a friend, that's fantastic as well. Thank you so exactly. very much. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.